0: You are listening to The Rick McGinnis Show Podcast, where Rick and his guests talk all things affiliate program management. No topics are off limits. Want to learn proven tips and strategies to grow an affiliate program? Look no further. Now, here's your host, Rick McGinnis. Welcome back to The Rick McGinnis Show. Today, my guest is Dave Navziger. He is the co-founder of Brand Verity. Dave, welcome to The Rick McGinnis Show. Hi. Thanks, Rick. It's a pleasure to be here. No, it's my pleasure. I appreciate you um, coming on. We were talking earlier, just briefly, you know, we, we met about six years or so ago at a, at a conference and uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. I've had a good time using, using your uh, software to help manage affiliate programs. So it's going to be a good conversation today. But first, I just want you to uh, just explain to the audience um, who you are and uh, how you got to where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely. So I
1: launched, uh, co-founded Banverity back, uh, I think, maybe 12 years ago to solve the problems of affiliate compliance and paid search. It was our, I think we're the only provider that made that our core focus at the start. And, you know, effectively what we we help do is monitor paid search ads to ensure that affiliates are complying with program uh, rules and conditions and policies. Uh, we launched our second service, maybe Five or six years ago, it's a web compliance service, and it uh, monitors uh, web content uh, to also ensure affiliate compliance with rules and guidelines and requirements by advertising partners. About uh, three months ago, we were acquired by Partnerize. Following the acquisition from by by Partnerize, we've been working on integrating our products into the Partnerize platform as well as continuing to invest in them as standalone offerings to advertisers, networks, and agencies.
0: Now, in terms of the acquisition, does that change anything in terms of who can use the software and who cannot, or is, or is everything still like kind of like business as usual?
1: Great question. Uh, absolutely business as usual and, uh, and is absolutely the intent. You know, one of the things uh, that was important to me during uh, and, you know, as we as we selected uh, an acquirer uh, was that they think about the industry broadly uh, rather than just narrowly from what any one company can provide. And, you know, the partnerized team absolutely thinks about compliance as a thing that raises the industry across the board and helps ensure that partnerships have a seat at the marketing table aligned with the other major channels in the company's programs um, and, and view that kind of industry-wide compliance and ensuring that partnerships and, and affiliates have a good name is an absolutely essential component of making that successful. So we'll continue to offer Brand Verity products and services uh, both to, uh, to agencies for sure, And and absolutely to uh, networks and other platforms, Um, you know, even though they compete with Partnerize, I think we all view that these tools are, are things that we as an industry want to continue to invest in because they make us all better.
0: You're absolutely correct. And uh, the reason why I asked that question is because a few years ago, um, there was an acquisition with uh, like a recruiting software that at, at the beginning of it, they, they would only let people that were on the network that acquired it use it. And I thought it was kind of crazy. And I thought it was kind of short sighted, but, but they, they, they've since then fixed it and, and made it available to everyone. But I just, uh, I, I just found that to be a little odd. And I was just asking that because it, it was something that, that actually happened. But I'm glad to hear that you're keeping business as usual. Yeah. And
1: and certainly I think other participants in the industry have thought differently about, about their acquisitions. You know, I, I will say there is a fairly well-trodden path where particularly networks and platforms that have acquired companies do tend to kind of work across the industry, but that was an important thing to me. And it was, uh, I was for sure delighted to find a team that views compliance in particular, as something that benefits the industry broadly. And we're continuing to invest in and sell it as, a, as an independent product as well.
0: Fantastic. Now, compliance is not the, the sexiest topic in the world for, <laughs> for affiliate marketing, that's for sure. But it's, it's very, very important. And it's often overlooked by brands. Now, when you were creating this product, was it just the demand was there. People were complaining about it, or did you just see something that that just needed a solution?
1: It's a great question. I'll, I'll sort of take you back to some of the origins of of the offering. Prior to Brand Verity, I, I ran. I was VP of engineering. I ran the engineering team um, at a company called Judy's Book. Judy's Book, I would say, was like a, a Yelp competitor, kind of once upon a time, um, and, and ultimately wasn't successful. But one of the ways that Judy's Book made money was as an affiliate, and uh, we you know, had reviews of local businesses. And some of those businesses were online, offline businesses. And we'd find users would would make purchases using affiliate links that we had on those review pages. So our, our marketing team uh, was trying to figure out whether there was an opportunity to effectively grow the viewership of those pages that were making the business money. And they went and purchased paid search ads to uh, some of the landing pages that had reviews on it. And they, in particular, I think they started with some of our higher traffic pages, which were uh, partners like Gap. Um, And I remember distinctly that uh, Gap, I think our our marketing team uh, bought paid search ads for the term Gap coupons. Uh, and we had a few coupon codes on our review pages, and users would click on those ads and go to Gap and make a purchase. Shortly after running those ads, we received a note from the Gap affiliate manager who asked us to uh, to stop uh, because we were violating their their program policies. You know, th- this was a thing that we hadn't thought about. It was you know, so we we quickly apologized and, and took the ads down and what we noticed was that there were a number of other advertisers that were doing the same thing. And so we asked if we could get permission to do other, the other folks were doing and uh, you know, through some back and forth with the gap affiliate manager, we learned there was no one else who had permission. And what we were seeing in Seattle were a different set of ads than what the gap affiliate manager was seeing sitting in San Francisco where their headquarters are. And what the affiliates were doing is they were reverse geo-targeting their ads so that users a user sitting in San Francisco wouldn't see the ads, but everybody else would. And so that, you know, to me was the sort of the first indication that there was an unsolved problem here. We ended up winding down the Judy's book business a few months later. And I took my first trip to an affiliate summit uh, in Vegas, of course, I think it was January. And I walked around and talked to all the people I could find, a lot of OPMs that are you know, still in the industry today doing great things and asked them if they had this problem and asked them how they solved it. And a lot of people nodded that they had the problem. And uh, I heard a lot of creative solutions to solving it, but none of them were really comprehensive and provided solutions that they were satisfied with. And I asked them if they would pay for a service that helped them do this. And I got enough yeses and enough interest uh, that it ultimately led to uh, me choosing this problem as something to work on. So I went back and built our first prototype and returned to Affiliate Summit in August and uh, got our first customers. So that's that's kind of where it all came from.
0: No, that, that's a cool story, though. It's uh, it's one of those things where uh, you have an idea, but you don't know if it's going to work. Then you get a few people who say, oh, yeah, you know what? I think that might be good. And then you're like, all oh, right, I'll build it. And here you are today with, with a successful <laughs> right. company. So in terms of like the, the compliance piece of it, the paid search, the web content, coupon codes, do you see brands that use your product, obviously they're more compliant, their affiliates are more compliant, but do you see in just a, an overall issue that just brands just don't care about compliance or they are just
1: mm.
0: unaware of it? It's just like, I, it's I, a great I have question. my opinions, but I wanted to see what you got.
1: You know, I think what we often find is that brands don't know and don't necessarily know what they're not seeing. And particularly in page search, The real value of paid search compliance is ensuring that the affiliate channel is incremental, um, that it's providing unique and new buyers, new consumers that the brand wouldn't have otherwise gotten. And to the sort of novice affiliate manager who is looking at their program data, they can't necessarily know whether somebody is violating their terms and conditions or not, um, or if they're truly a value-add affiliate. And so, you know, as we, in our sales process, work with brands, there's usually an aha moment in there where they realize that someone that they thought that was adding a lot of value to their program was really just riding the coattails of their branded search traffic. And, you know, not, certainly not, not the case with everyone, you know, but, you know, certainly I would say the, the broader set of folks that we talk to, they're learning something new. Um, and so we're educating them about the problem uh, that they might, might be managing as uh, as well as the sort of the cost and or the value from solving that problem, and then providing the data, you know, the tools and the data to solve it, and and ensure that it stays solved.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's always those aha moments. Uh, I, I get those a lot with prospective clients too. And I bet you just wonder you just you just wonder what they were what they were doing the whole time prior to having a conversation with me.
1: Well, I mean, you know,
0: I'm sure you you see this in a lot of the clients you work
1: with. There are a lot of companies where, you know, they they may not have somebody full time on the affiliate program. And maybe it's somebody who's the, you know, who's primarily a digital marketer who runs paid search or uh, display campaigns. And, you know, I, I really, truly believe that affiliate is an aspect of online marketing that requires expertise to understand how to drive value from you know, I think there's certainly the naive approach is you sort of put a program up on on some major networks and you let let folks join and you sort of hope that, you know, a thousand flowers bloom um, out in the fields and great things happen. But unless you know what to look for and are, you know, engaging with partners and engaging with the right partners, there's a pretty good chance that some things that don't add value, you know, such as paid search abuse are going to begin happening in the program. Um, And I don't necessarily blame the the folks who are running those programs by any stretch, like they don't, it just, you know, they don't have the knowledge to know yet. Um, I think that's why sort of agencies play, certainly, you know, like you and yours play a really critical role in helping brands solve the partnership channel in a way that allows them to see great things happen in their programs and do so in a way that adds true incremental value.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, that that's one of the, actually, it's probably the biggest uh, thing I see in the affiliate space is brands they don't have someone dedicated to it because there's really no education provided to be an affiliate manager. You're just like, you're wearing multiple hats. You're doing, like you said, paid search, social, hey, manage the affiliate program too. All right. But that's something that I see as a gap is just the education for people running affiliate programs. And obviously compliance is a big part of that.
1: For sure. And optimizing a display campaign, optimizing a paid search campaign or social campaign, those are absolutely important and essential skills. And you know, I, I would say a person who's good at one of those three is likely also naturally good at the other of the three. At the same time, affiliate brings with it a very different set of challenges. Uh, you, you can't succeed in an affiliate by making some settings changes in the network or or platform interface. You know, it involves building relationships. It involves understanding the people in those behind those relationships and what they're doing. It involves understanding where value comes from and how that value may conflict with other things that your marketing channels are doing. And you know, those are different set of skills.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's something that I tried I'm trying to get out there more is just providing some education to people mm-hmm. that I just don't know some just to help them understand it better uh, because obviously when people come to an agency, they need help and there's probably a better way to do it. Like agencies are great. I, obviously I'm one of them. So I, I wouldn't want to put myself out of business, but it's, <laughs> it's just that there, there's, there's got to be something that can be done to educate the masses and, 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 and do it in a way where the affiliate channel is, is given a little more attention and respect that it deserves.
1: Yeah, like I, um, you know, we we talked earlier about, you know, the importance of of raising the industry overall. And I absolutely believe that to be true and believe that education is is perhaps, you know, one of the the best mechanisms for ensuring that, you know, the affiliate seat at the table is an equal one to the other channels that folks invest in. And yeah, I think we've certainly seen in, in the pandemic that it also can be a stronger channel. Because of how quickly the return can be measured and and traced, there's sort of less investing for a future unknown return in a world of economic uncertainty and much more of very quick and clear measurements of uh, if I invest X dollars, I get Y return.
0: Absolutely. And that's why affiliates so great. And that's why I love it. It's uh, it's something that can bring solid results fairly quickly and, and not having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Absolutely so in terms of an affiliate manager and, and, and what they're doing on a daily basis and with in terms of monitoring compliance what would be the one thing that you say that you would give advice to affiliate managers that don't have your software obviously that don't have the, the brand yeah. Verity tool so like what would you say to them to uh, help them control compliance is there anything they can do with that without of course um, using brand Verity So
1: I would give I think several suggestions. Um, I know you asked for one, um, but I'm going to walk through I think at least two. Yeah. The the first thing is to really know your affiliates. Understand how they get their consumers, how they get their users. You know, if you go and visit their website and it's a crappy site, you have to imagine like why you would go there and how a user gets there. So understand the journey from one of their users from wherever they are on the web to their site or their platform or you know, whatever content they control through to, you know, a buyer at, at your site. Um, what are the things that, you know, how do they convert that user from their site to yours? And is it something that you can see yourself doing or see someone else doing? And if you can't really understand how those pieces get together or you get sort of hand wavy explanations of like, oh, it's SEO or you know, we do magical paid search or, or whatnot, ask for examples so that you can, you can really dig in to understand what that looks like. And I think this really helps affiliate managers develop an an intuition for what a good partner looks like, because you'll begin to, you know, if you can't understand how the pieces fit together, potentially they don't. Um, But when you do, you really get it. Um, You know, when you go to a site like the Wirecutter and, you know, see the in-depth nature of their evaluations and their reviews and how their affiliate links are placed, it becomes really clear um, the value they add to consumers. um, And how it gets to and how that drives purchases on the merchant site, you know, but there's plenty out there that, that kind of don't look like that. So, you know, first advice is just get to know your, your affiliates and understand the customer journey from wherever it starts to their site, to your site, to a purchase. And I think that'll help you become, you know, it's almost a little bit like a superpower in the affiliate space. The second piece revolves around how you ensure paid search compliance without a tool like Brand Verity. And, you know, there's, I think, several things that are important to do. The, the first is just get accustomed to searching for your brand, whether you're at your, your home or in your office, but especially when you travel. And, you know, anytime that you end up in a different city, and I know there's not a, not a lot of travel right now with the pandemic. Um, but when you find yourself in a different location, do a search. Do a few searches, search for your brand, search for your domain name, um, search for some of those paid search terms that drive a lot of conversions uh, for your paid search program and get accustomed to what normal looks like. Uh, what do your ads look like? Who else is usually on there? Is it competitors? Um, is it arbitragers that don't have a lot of content? You know, is it affiliates? Uh, begin to recognize your own ads and you know, try and figure out how to distinguish them from somebody who's trying to look like you. And if you, you know, if the brand does get to the point where you're you're starting to see affiliates in, you know, it's sort of a big enough brand that you're seeing affiliates uh, beginning to buy some of those paid search terms, I would, you know, certainly a, a much less expensive option to subscription to brand Verity would be to pick up a VPN and use that to do some searches, you know, VPN with exit nodes in a number of different cities, and use that to see what the web looks like from different locations and what your searches look like from different locations to see if you have those ads that are being reverse geo-targeted.
0: No, those are perfect uh, examples. And um, because there's a lot of brands um, on the smaller side, they can't invest in tools, but these are very simple ways to just get an idea of what's going on with your brand. And then eventually if it keeps happening, then you may have to, you may have to invest in a tool, but it's just uh, the little thing. Just, you got to just be aware of your, of your brand. Your brand is everything and, and should be monitored every day anyway. But, um, but th- those are great points. Thanks, Dave.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the, to the extent that you're looking for VPN-like tools, NetProtect and their product IP Varnish is one that we've had good success with. And yeah, I certainly know The affiliate manager for that program, Dustin has been in the industry for a long time and and really understands uh, the nature of the problem and and can kind of can help guide solutions there as well.
0: Fantastic. So uh, as we wrap up here, I wanted to just see if you could just provide one piece of advice for affiliate managers. I know you just talked about um, some ways they can monitor their brands with on the no cost end, but what advice would you give um, affiliate managers moving forward in 2020, 2021 and beyond what to be on the lookout for?
1: So I want to, I think reinforce one of the points that I made earlier and expand upon it a bit. You know, we're certainly seeing, uh, I think a spike in abuse. And I think that comes from both a drop in advertising and other channels um, and sort of an increase of, of folks who are, who are maybe out of a job and, and looking for easy ways to fill their coffers. So, you know, I, I think as we progress through the pandemic and as campaigns turn back on, you'll want to be particularly certain around the partners that you're working with and, and their promotional methods. You know, I, I really feel like the affiliate manager needs to, you know, almost be sort of the jack of all trades. So it needs to understand how all of the other channels in the marketing program work. And, you know, to the extent that budgets are slower or less new acquisition happening through the pandemic, I would strongly encourage you folks to use the time to Understand uh, how your paid search team works. Understand how your social team works, um, and uh, understand how those things map. You know how the display team works, and how those things map to the uh, what affiliates can do, and and the and the value that they can add, or in some cases, you know, the value that uh, they can detract by you know sort of you know sort of almost doing the same things or over interfering with your ongoing campaigns. So use the time now to understand how the rest of the program's work and certainly continue to to learn your affiliates and, and how their businesses work.
0: Yeah, no absolutely that's great advice and uh, I was always told uh, that affiliate is probably the one mechanism really it, it, it's really not a channel so to speak it's more yeah. of a yeah I was always told that and uh, because it encompasses everything, everything. So can, yes. every everything like affiliate is like social and, and SEO it's it's everything under oh. one umbrella so so that that's that's why um, I'm, I'm happy you brought it up by, by just being trying to understand the other channels like social and that type of thing just so that'll give you a better idea of what affiliates you're doing in, in the long run and it'll, it'll just help you just in general with your with your career'll you'll, you'll know yes. a lot more than, than most people too absolutely. Dave, I do appreciate you coming on, and sharing some knowledge. And uh, now, where can the listeners find out more about you and Brand Verity?
1: Yeah, so uh, so always, first off, always a pleasure. I appreciate the invitation. I always enjoy chatting with you, Rick. Our website, brandverity.com. There's a lot of great information there. Our, we have lots of tips on our blog about how to protect uh, and ensure that your affiliates are compliant, You know, certainly both with and without tools.
0: All right, great. I appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon, Dave. Thank you very much. Thanks again, Rick. We want to hear what you thought about this episode. You can email Rick directly at rick at bearcatmedia.com or leave a review where you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe because new episodes will be released every Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the Rick McGinnis Show podcast. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are available. To learn more about Rick, go to BearcatMedia.com.